Welcome to Dentai's Chats, where we give you five minutes of health news because you care about health, but you just don't want to spend too much time learning about it. You can't reasonably be an expert on everything, so it makes sense to outsource some of your expertise to experts. And that is what people very reasonably have done when it comes to nutrition. I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, so I'll listen to those people who have devoted their lives to the study of nutrition. I'll look at where the majority of them are siding, and I'll follow those guidelines. And that's actually what's happened. In the last 50 years, people have consumed less fat, they've increased their vegetable intake, and they've increased their exercise. This is what the government told them to do. This is what scientists across the country told them to do. And yet we're more obese than ever, which is causing us to ask some very hard questions about those dietary guidelines that have been so instilled into our culture. And it doesn't necessarily mean that there was anything nefarious going on that gave us what is turning out to be suboptimal advice. It just means that in the face of new evidence and new better scientific studies, we're learning more about the human body and what is the best way to fuel it. The Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee, which meets every five years, came out with some new advice earlier this week. And unlike what has been the prevailing message for several decades, sugar is seen as the great evil in our diets, not fat. In fact, the committee dropped the recommendation of limiting fat consumption to 35% of daily calories. It's becoming clearer and clearer that when our society became obsessed with a low-fat, reduced-fat way of life, our foods were stripped of fat and they needed to be replaced with something to make them still palatable. And that something was sugar. And that sugar is very bad to our health and perhaps some of the studies that were done in the last half century that allowed us to demonize fat and red meats and saturated fat. Maybe it was actually increased sugar consumption that was leading to a rise of heart disease. Though the committee is not willing to go that far just yet, as there are still recommendations to limit saturated fat in one's diet. Though the Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee is willing to make a much different statement on cholesterol, as in Americans need not restrict their cholesterol intake, because as science has shown for some time, dietary cholesterol is not actually linked to blood cholesterol levels in most people. The overall advice from the committee was to eat a greener plant-based diet and to still limit meats, which does still seem to fit into this paradigm we've been operating in, but simply those acknowledgments about fat and cholesterol and sugar are noteworthy shifts. One of the perverse incentives created by the Affordable Care Act's mandate that no one can be rejected from coverage for pre-existing conditions is that you could roll the dice a little bit and wait until you needed coverage to then sign up for coverage. Someone making this play would be gambling in two major ways. One, if you had an absolutely catastrophic event that required immediate attention, you wouldn't be able to get the coverage in time. And two, that there were limited times when you could actually get coverage. The latter is becoming less of a gamble as an extension was granted this week that allowed people to sign up for health care 
now through the end of April. So now the open enrollment period is about five and a half months long. And as these periods continue to grow, it becomes harder and harder to take deadlines seriously. Marketers take note of what Chipotle has done. It's branded itself as healthy fast food, as not even fast food. And yet the New York Times this week showed that most meals have more than 1,000 calories which is about half of your daily caloric intake and nearly a full day's worth of sodium. So enjoy Chipotle because it tastes great. Just don't kid yourself into thinking it's healthier than it really is. Some 800,000 people received incorrect tax information following their Affordable Care Act insurance enrollment. Remember that it is through the tax code that the subsidies are sorted out. If your income does not match what you said, higher or lower, you may have to pay more or you might receive a larger refund. So yeah, that errors annoying. But we are still really early in the implementation of a huge new program. Dentize.com. Find a great dentist. Know how much you'll pay.